Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. Today, my guest is Steve Steinbrunner, not Steinbrenner like the Yankees, Steinbrunner, who is a regional director of practice finance at Provide. Provide is a really cool lending source for dentists and other medical professionals, but they dominate in the dental space. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Ross. I appreciate it. So tell us about Provide and what you guys do and how you guys are a resource for all things dental. Yeah, well, that's an easy question. It could be a long answer, but the short answer is we help support the independent healthcare practice owner with practice finance. So we lend money to independent dentists and physicians and optometrists and veterinarians that want to be owners, whether they buy their practice or they start up from scratch. Uh, We finance existing practice owners that might want to expand, relocate, second locations, buy a building, or build ground up. So if there's an independent healthcare practice owner that's kind of on the move, so to speak, yeah, we're a very cool option for them, as you said. So what do you see? Well, tell the provide story. Tell how they started, because it's a really unique story. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, Two high school friends. It sounds like the beginning to a joke, right? Two high school buddies from Minnesota that were in an apartment in San Francisco really put their minds together to create a startup company based around software. And in their pursuit, they learned something that a lot of us already know, and that is that getting a loan for a dentist, for anyone for that matter, but for a healthcare practice owner, getting a loan is not fun. Shocker, right? Sometimes it takes a lot of time. Sometimes it's still based on uh, physical you know, paperwork you have to fill out. Uh, The process is arduous. There's an underwriting component to it that's not often friendly. And these two friends develop software to make that process extremely efficient, fully digital, where now practice owners can get pre-qualified on their telephone in like 15 minutes and fully approved for these million-dollar practice loans in about a week and a half. And so they disrupted the finance industry and healthcare, and uh, Provide is now one of the leaders in healthcare lending across all those platforms. That's fantastic. And so they, how long has Provide been around now? Pushing on like 14 years almost, maybe, um, since the inception there. And and it's been a very um, interesting kind of high growth ride for us. Um, As you can imagine, when you disrupt an industry like this and and show these healthcare owners a better way to do it, they jump on it. But that can't be the only thing you have, right? We have a great process, but our loans are really exceptional too. Our customer service is what we're known for. And so I I describe us as a a little bit like the Tesla 
of the healthcare financing industry. We just kind of changed the rules. And a lot of other big lenders are kind of following suit today. We're a we're what you call a fintech or a financial technology firm that's kind of leading the way. So it's it's been really fun. And the short answer is we're a champion for the independent practice owner. And so if they want to be on their own in a world where a lot of practices are being purchased by private equity, we have an alternative. And, and that's the ability to finance practice purchases or startups or other projects. Well, talk about some of the deals and the products that you guys offer that are unique to provide versus the rest of the industry. Great question. It really is borrower dependent, right? I mean, we're going to fit our product and loans to what the customer wants. And so we kind of follow that trend. Uh, We have a healthcare startup product, for example, for dentists, if you're a specialist, um, we're now loaning upwards to $800,000 for a startup loan. Uh, I'm seeing some startup loans now uh, pushing up very recently into the um, million dollar range. And so that's for a single independent dentist that wants to start their practice. We like to build on the front end of that, Ross. You can appreciate this with your knowledge of cash flow. We like to build into the front end of that loan two years of interest only payments for that doctor. That, I mean, that right there is clutch. That's a big deal. Right. So it makes that payment, which ultimately could be, you know, 7,500 bucks over a 10 year period or 12 year period, whatever. It makes that initial payment very reasonable, closer to 3,200 bucks for the first two years, allowing that doctor to ramp up and grow revenue and focus on the patients and systems and what have you. And so we've got those components kind of built in to be more of a partner to them and, and let that loan increases their practice flows. It's just one example. Um, some of the other exciting things we're doing for established doctors is allowing them to purchase commercial real estate conventionally and lean on the goodwill or equity in their practice to help with the down payment. Oh, wow. So, right. Um, as you know, one of the barriers to any healthcare practice existing owner that's leasing that wants to buy commercial real estate is the down payment, among other things. Um, conventional loans like mine will often require 15 to 20% down. SBA lenders might require less, but have some trappings of fees and and some, some other things attached to that that may not be as attractive, but, but a real nice solution for some folks. Um, but conventionally, what if you could make that down payment from the hard-earned equity in your practice and make the down payment an actual loan right alongside the real estate loan? And so we, we have ways to allow established doctors to buy commercial real estate with no money down and very premium conventional loans um, if they want to relocate their practice or expand or move the practice inside that commercial real estate. A lot of really cool options there. That's fantastic. I, there's no one who else who does that, is there? It's rare. And I think you have to have a lender that is okay recognizing the value of what you can't touch, right? right. When we talk about collateral. Provide looks at a practice that, for example, Ross may be collecting $2 million and has $400,000 in debt that remains. We look at that and see the $1.6 million in goodwill or equity, and we'll loan against that. 
And we're not limiting ourselves on loan to practice revenue. Um, we value doctors that want to grow and expand and add operatories. We give them credit for that. And so, again, if you want to buy a building and move into it and go from five operatories to 10, or you want to do a ground up project, we can also orchestrate a land purchase and a fully conventional ground up solution for doctors that want to build from the dirt up. Wow. So I, I guess the, yeah, the, the message there is I don't think enough doctors realize the power they have and the equity they've built. And the analogy I use is like a home that's been paid off and you want to build a pool in the backyard. What do people do? They can get a, home equity line. get a home equity line of credit against that house. And it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's a lender looking at that value. Um, and in our case, we'll, our security is that practice. And so we're on board for a doctor that has shown they can grow, be responsible with their liquidity and cash savings and pay that debt down a little bit. They can take the next step. And the next step might be a ground up project or a second location, or let's buy that building down the street that I've been driving by every day. Right. Yeah. And, and do that with just the cost of the appraisal out of pocket. That's, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. Now, other lenders, I'm guessing, are probably trying to play catch up because you guys are just being so flexible offering stuff, I'm guessing. Am I right? Well, I think there's a lot of good options for, you know, practice owners out there today. We're certainly not the only lender in the, in the space, but I think the message to the borrower is you have to be careful that you don't compare everybody just based on what interest rates are and kind of what you hear on the street. Um, banks are very different. They have an appetite for different things. And so, we often, as we lecture, encourage doctors to make a decision on who you partner with today based on what you might want to do in the future, too. Because you could do a startup loan with a bank today, Ross, and then two years later, they tell you they're not interested in you doing another practice or buying a building because they're just not in that arena. And so a lot of doctors get stuck by not interviewing their lender and, and asking the right questions about hey, what if I want to do multiple practices? Or what if I want to buy a building? Can you help me with that? Um, so you really have to think about your banking partner, not just about what's good for this loan, but what's good in the future too. I guess a lot of people don't realize that certain banks focus on certain types of loans. And people just think, oh, they're a bank, they lend money. But each bank typically has a niche or a wheelhouse they like might be residential mortgages, might be commercial mortgages, might be business loans for construction companies. It might be, so a lot of them, they don't have a lot of experience with a dentist or a medical professional. They're probably gonna be a little averse to doing that. Am I right? You're right. And a lot of them don't have an advisor like you, right? So the, the dentist or the physician often are on an island by themselves. They might have a relationship with a local bank that's very, very different than what some of the specialty lenders are like provide that specialize in lending only to practice owners and dental, medical, and, and vet. And so, yeah, we, we encourage our folks to get with a specialty advisor just so that they have somebody that's an independent third party that can look at all the lenders across the board and go, this is the best fit for what you need. Cause it really is like that. I'm, there, there's a, you know, a lender can be almost like a, 
it's like a Swiss army knife with all these options inside. You've got to choose the right tool for you. Well, yeah. Cause if you go to your local bank and they don't specialize in dental and you ask them for a loan, they might give it to you, but it might be about as comfortable as a body cavity search. Whereas if you go to right. provide, it's just a phone call. Well, our responsibility is to educate them on what all their options are. It's not just about me. And, and I'll tell a doctor on my first phone call that you may not select me as a, as a lending partner, but my job is to still help you no matter who you choose. And so let's look at what all those are typically like. I'm not the expert on who your local bank might be, but we understand generally what they might ask for and what they look like. And we can, we can help folks on that. Um, but the message is there's still very, very good loans and it's a robust market right now um, still. And we've had a rising interest rate environment, but it has not stopped independent doctors from buying and starting up practices today. And these loans are as popular as ever. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. So let's hear some war stories. Tell us some nightmare experiences people have with lenders and they came to provide. And it was like a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> well, hopefully we don't get too many of those phone calls because, you know, we don't want to see anybody struggle through that. But it happens. And some of the things to be afraid of or what happens if you're mid project in a lease space that has two by fours up and you run out of money. That happens a lot. One of the most common problems is that um, even with the most um, conscientious budgeting, projects can get out of hand. Estimates come in where banks can't lend enough money for what the project needs. I see that a lot. A lot of lenders will have a limit called a loan to revenue or a loan to gross where they will only loan up to a certain percentage of what that practice collects. And sometimes that number, Ross, can be 70, 80% or less. Um, we don't have that in our underwriting, which allows us to really press up the amount of money we can loan to somebody that we believe in that's expanding or growing. And so we get a lot of those phone calls where, hey, I borrowed 300000 and the bank says I can't borrow anymore and I really needed five hundred. Um, and it's particularly important now in an environment where the cost of materials is going up, cost of labor is not getting any cheaper, right, on some of these construction projects. And uh, rent certainly doesn't appear to be getting cheaper in some of these markets right now. So these doctors need every dollar they can get. And I get a lot of phone calls from doctors saying, I'm doing a startup and this bank will only loan me 500000 and I need 800. And they do. Uh, Dentistry is not cheap to equip. A lot of capital equipment, a lot of plumbing in the floor, equipment and construction combined, those numbers um, keep going up. So provides trying to recognize that and, and try to be a leader in how much the size of the loans that we're offering by keeping our finger on the market. So what do you see in regards to interest rates that they've been going up for the last year to 15 months? How is that affecting anything that you guys are doing or affecting the market from your perspective? Great question. Some of that is region specific, right? There's different markets that are going to be hot no matter what. And there's doctors that are coming out of school or coming out of opportunities of employment that allow them to be owners. There's a certain segment of the market, Ross, that's just going to pursue that. Right. I mean, there's a small piece of the market where doctors are going to do a startup or buy a practice no matter what the climate's like, because that's the trajectory they're on. 
And I think we have to remember with interest rates, it's interesting. We, we become very, very close to these things. And you know this. And you don't have the perspective of what rates have been historically. Well, yeah, they've right? been free for a decade. And now it's 6 or 7%. They're still low historically or normal. I mean, in 2007, that's what they basically were. But for some people... That's forever ago. It's seventeen. It's sixteen years ago. It's impossible to to imagine. But I won't go on my rant about rates being too low for too long. But but that does bring another question up. So because they kept rates too low for too long, they start raising rates. There is collateral damage, i.e., this quote unquote banking crisis we had in March. How is that affecting provide, if at all? Because everyone is scared to death of their lender now. Yeah, it's a really good question. And I think, you know, anybody should vet who is behind that lender. And we're really fortunate. And there's a lot of uh, good video online from our CEO that provide. We're, we're the subsidiary of a very strong national 100-year-old-plus bank called Fifth Third Bank. So we're in a unique position that we were acquired by a longstanding, reputable bank a couple years ago. And we now function as their healthcare division. And so Fifth Third Bank is the kind of bank where your mom and dad are walking in, making deposits every day, Ross, in branches across the country. So they have a very strong consumer side, uh, very strong deposits uh, in hand. They don't deal with just companies or companies that may even be high risk or growth, uh, you know, fancy companies. It's a very traditional brick and mortar bank. So we don't experience that same volatility that some of these other kind of unique banks, like I think the one we were referencing, Silicon Valley Bank, which has since been acquired, uh, by the way, by another lender. So I I can understand that. um, But to the point of interest rates increasing and, you know, to answer your question about how that affects the market, some people are just going to do what they do. Other people that are looking at projects that are not eminent, the lease is not coming up right away. They don't have to buy a building right now. Some of them are kind of hunkering down a little bit to see and wait what happens to the market. But to your point, historically, rates are fantastic. And if we can offer conventional loans that are still in the 6 even 7% range, those rates are fixed long-term. And you know, when we look historically, we tell stories about doctors that had interest rates significantly higher than that. And so as long as these deals cash flow and they make sense long-term and the doctors still have enough money to take home, we're the first ones to to examine. And so we like to say we're a little bit of the canary in the coal mine, where if this deal doesn't make sense or there's too much risk attached to it, your bank's going to be the first one to put their hands up and say, we don't want to do it. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So Steve, if someone is looking for a lender in the dental market who is doing amazing things, how do they get in touch with you? Well, you can always get a hold of me, Steve Steinbrenner. I'm sure you can put my information out there to your to your peeps. Go to our website, um, getprovide.com. Provide here on my, if you can see me, it's P-R-O-V-I-D-E, provide. And we can hook you up with a director like me in your market that's an expert. Uh, or if you have clients that are physicians or dentists, we can, we can start to share that conversation with you so you can help. Well, go ahead and give them your email just and repeat it twice so people will get it down if you don't mind. Yep. It's Steve, S-T-E-V-E dot Steinbrenner. And to your point, it's not like the Yankees. 
God bless him, the Yankees owner, George. My name is spelled S-T-E-I-N-B-R-U-N-N-E-R, Steve.Steinbrenner, at getprovide.com. Is there any last things that you want to share that I didn't ask, Steve? Yeah, that provide is uh, a champion for the independent practice owner. Um, we have a robust healthcare business banking system that even after the open house, we partner with them to do their banking business. We want to partner with them long term if they want to grow, expand, and buy real estate. So it's not just about the transaction; it's about a relationship. And um, again, if you're a, a doctor, a dentist that kind of dreams of doing your own thing, just know that you can do it. You just have to surround yourself with the right people. That's great. I was actually curious. I meant to ask you that, but I got I forgot about. Is there a banking relationship outside of the loan aspect of it? Absolutely. And that's one of the big benefits we have now in um, being partnered with Fifth Third Bank, our parent, is they are a longstanding business banking partner to the independent business owner, practice owner. And so even after the open house, we don't disappear. We're we're there to help them with their um, business checking and credit card processing. And uh, we have our own premium business credit cards to benefit that business. And so they'll have a personal banker assigned to them as part of our relationship as well. That's fantastic. Well, Steve, I really appreciate you being on the show. This has been incredibly insightful. Oh, you're welcome, Ross. And I'm happy to come back and talk about other topics anytime. You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannon. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannon guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. Ross Brannan is a registered representative of Coastal Equities, Inc., and investment advisory representative of Coastal Investment Advisors, Inc. Investment advisory services are offered through Coastal Investment Advisors, Inc., and securities are offered through Coastal Equities, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC, 1201 North Orange Street, Suite 729, Wilmington, Delaware, 19801. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.